Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady and his wife, model Giselle Bunchen, have each reportedly hired their own divorce attorneys. It's not expected to affect Tom Brady's career at all, as he's planning to date younger and younger models so he can drink their blood and thus get another Super Bowl ring at the age of 92. (laughs) I should say, for legal reasons, Tom Brady's not planning on doing that, to the best of my knowledge. (laughs) Former Congresswoman and presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard released a video saying the Democratic Party no longer represents what she believes. In other words, we record this podcast on a Wednesday, it goes out on a Thursday, and my Patreon subscribers are lucky enough to know whether or not I wear pants when I record these. My pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, said his phone was confiscated by the FBI in a Hardee's parking lot. 
Those weren't FBI agents, Mike. Those were muggers. <laughs> I'm not surprised that Mike Lindell eats at Hardee's. He has a habit of swallowing any shit that's handed to him. <laughs> on Newsmax, anchor Eric Bowling went on a meltdown over the Scooby-Doo character Velma being gay. Hey, Eric, even if she wasn't a cartoon, you wouldn't stand a fucking chance with her even if she was straight. <laughs> he probably wouldn't go for Velma anyway because as a Newsmax anchor, Eric Bowling is against people who fight ghosts because the ghosts are the ones wearing the white hoods. <laughs> Maryland is expected to get a new area code next year. The only people upset about this are the residents in some of the state's rural communities because they want an area code that's three Ks. <laughs> McDonald's is going to offer Happy Meal toys for adults. The only toy I could see putting in one of those adult Happy Meals is a Hamburglar gangbang DVD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now on with the show. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Heisen, Gina Brown, and Devine Kerr. Hey, Tom. Oh, hello. Everyone, welcome back. What have you been opted up to this week? Tom, I'm still trying to get over the Mets loss. It's been a difficult few days, so I need a serious political discussion to help me get over the hump of the Mets losing in the playoffs. Well, you are on the wrong fucking show for that. Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gina, Devine, how about yourselves? Oh, a little bit of usual. Uh, did a shoot on Monday. Um, there were no guns involved. And uh, I'm heading up to New York tomorrow to uh, rehearse for my sketch comedy team. Woohoo! Yay. For, for, for your listeners, Tom, when she says she's doing the shoot, she's not talking about shooting drugs. She's a professional actress. <laughs> right. That's why. Well, right. So I guess when I said there are no guns involved, that was lost on most people probably. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So the usual. It's nice to be back. I missed last week because I was um, at the Alice in Chains concert. And that was a lot of fun. And today I yelled at my kids because they played music and trumpet right five minutes before I logged in. So, yeah, oh. contradictory parenting, you know, like, yay, concert, but shut oh. up. I'm on the Tom Myers podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I like trumpet, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could the show could do with a nice little jazz beat behind it. I mean, it would certainly make the topics we're talking about less depressing, I think. Well, for, for now, it's Cambodian flatulences in brass. Cambodian oh. flatulence in, in brass. <laughs> <laughs> Our fascination with hurricanes and other natural disasters goes to the sensationalized nature of the coverage. We're all addicted to the dopamine we receive as a result of this new thing that's happening for a couple of weeks until we've decided we've had enough. In other words, we apply the same philosophy to our nation's weather events as Herschel Walker does to his kids. <laughs> Joining us tonight to discuss Hurricane Ian, its effects, storms in general, and a discussion of climate change, please welcome back to the show my good friend Davin Rosenblatt. Hey, Tom. Hey, Jeff. Hey, hey Devine. Hey, Gina. How are you all? Hello. Hello. Davin, welcome back. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, first off, I mean, I had you uh, planned. I, I had the way I had the various topics set up. I mean, I did have you plan to come in and talk about this 
Mm-hmm. Um, not knowing this was going to be the show after Jeff's Mets got knocked out of the playoffs. So wait, 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 wait. The Mets were in the playoffs. Oh, I must have missed that. <laughs> if you blinked, you missed it. Yeah, I, I, I it's, it's out of here. Like, uh, like many uh, pitches off Scherzer, as you said earlier. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's not. It, you know, it's nice that Devine didn't have the trumpets playing because then you would have seen your closer, who's probably never going to pitch for you again. So that's don't keep stabbing me, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, I I apologize. It could be worse. You could be an Orioles fan because you know they never make the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we came close. It was like we were like at the bottom of the basement, and then we ended up, uh, I think, two games above 500, which. Is quite yeah. impressive considering the steroid revelations haven't come out yet. No, it was a, it was a, it was a nice turnaround. It was, it was a good year for the Orioles. Happy yeah. for them. It, it's nice. It's going to be nice seeing another second place team in the AL East. So it'll be good. Looking forward to it. And they finished <laughs> better than the Red Sox. Well, they're better than the Red Sox right now. They're better. It's Tom Meyer Sports Talk Radio. Hey, you listen, he, he brought it up. I thought I was on here to talk about hurricanes because like the New York weatherman lost his job because he likes to do things on Chatterbeat. I guess I was the next guy up after him. <laughs> you know this story, Tom? You know what he's talking about, Devine and, and Gina? No, it's, tell us about it. This is a fascinating story. So there's weatherman on, was it New York One? New York One. Cable channel had a side hustle uh, as a, I think it was only an OnlyFans or something. Chatterbait. It's Chatterbait. It's a, uh, you know, but for, the, my my team has told me that it's an adult website where mm-hmm. where cameras go, like you get your own cam, and then like people log in and they chat with you and watch you and tip you and all sorts of things. So he so like an OnlyFans. What you do? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Like like an you know, like, but I you know, I guess so. I really need to do that research. Thank you, Gina. You've given me homework. It's only fans in concert. Cambodian trumpets optional. <laughs> and he said he had stopped it, but he had been doing it for a while. And then one day somebody at New York One received an anonymous package, as did his mother. Uh-huh. The man's mother with pictures of him doing the acts whatever he was doing as part of that side hustle Did and this anonymous pictures? this anonymous well, package how was it delivered well, well <laughs> from the rear door because it was a gay <laughs> the rear door. <laughs> <laughs> was so, it a hard it, it, was, it wasn't anonymous though, Jeff. we actually covered the story uh last night on davin's then my show haha <laughs> nice plug there uh we actually covered this like he actually gave out his name his address who he wow. like everything, and he was inviting his fans like to come to his place where he lived. So this was going out there for everybody to see, and then somebody, as Jeff said, decided to send it to to a lot of people at New York One, and of course somebody had to be a party pooper and send it to HR. But the thing that really uh was the that we thought was the real problem on the show was that while he was doing this uh, performance, many performances, he said he would like to have uh, sex with his boss on camera. Uh, How do you go back to work the next day after that? It's a a little tough. So he lost his job. uh, He he lost his, but he thinks he's going to get another job. So Jeff, 
if you know, this is something for us to pay attention to. Because if we can, if he can get another job, I might pursue this type of uh, activity and see if Tom will book me again. I want, I want to see what the parameters are. The thing is that it's not even, it doesn't even sound like it's illegal. It's a side hustle unless he signed something or there was part of a contract that said, hey, you can't do interesting performances on, separately online. Like, <laughs> interesting. I, I, I've never called it that. I've never heard it called that, Gina. Interesting like, performance. Why, why can't fans you? can save lives. You know that only fans <laughs> save the men life. It's fantastic. Have you heard about that story? But I mean, my thing is, I guess what would be yucky is that he said he wanted to sleep with his boss. Now that's kind of whatever. But other than that, like it's a side hustle, whatever. We do. Awesome. Here's the thing. Like I've got, like as a boss, like I've gotten a lot of invitations, like for various comics I've booked to sleep with me. But over and over, <laughs> I just okay. over and over, <laughs> over and over, I just <laughs> tell Jeff no. All right, I mean that's like no, I don't do that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You told me no because you said yes to Jeff. What is going on <laughs> over here, Mister Myers? I'm reporting you to HR from the Tom Myers uh, Corporation. <laughs> but, but much like Eric Adame, uh, Tom will be shocked that something that's going out over the internet, broadcast to thousands and millions of people, uh, is not private. I'm sure Tom will have that same sense of shock so that Eric Adame did. <laughs> Davin, this was a uh, his the, the website he was working on, not New York One. The website was, was a gay site. No, it, uh, well, I mean, they have, from what I understand. For what my team, uh, what my team has told me, they have all sorts of things: couples, straight, gay. He just happened to be a gay male performing. Good for him. You know, for other men. Good but for like him. you could like you know, uh, Gina or Devine could like tune in if they wanted to. It wasn't like they asked you. You know, your LGBTQIA. Mm -hmm. I think I got them all credentials at the door. Like anybody could watch it. It's broadcast over the internet. Yeah, I don't see there's anything wrong with that. I just There's a girl who posted her mom's feet and then got so much money that she bought a car for her mom with that money. <laughs> yes, but can she tell me if a cold front's coming in? That's what I need to know. <laughs> sure. maybe, I mean, they, maybe they thought that as a weatherman, uh, he would be affected as, between the two jobs if he started talking about which way the wind was blowing. Yes, yeah. yes. But now here, here's he definitely here's let us know if a cold front was coming. I think it would be obvious. He's going to let you know if he's coming. But here's right. the problem. <laughs> here's here's the, the problem is twofold. One, I believe it was Devine. I'm not sure if it was Devine or Gina pointed up that it's your boss. So that's a problem. Yeah. And the other thing is you this is a news organization and you are representing them. So it's kind of hard. You know, it's one thing if you're like a private sanitation worker, not even a municipal one, but a private sanitation worker. That's one thing. But, you know, you're a news organization. And except if you're Fox News, you're supposed to have a little bit of credibility. So really? I, mean, Since when? I, I mean, I get it. Like, because personally, I would probably be like, ew. But just, <laughs> if I could step outside myself and sort of look on, I'd be like, why like people should be able to live as many lives as they need to as long as they're not doing anything pervy to children you know i oh, agree yeah. with oh, you yeah. of course Wouldn't but we don't live it we don't live in that world we i know world, we live in the world where if you don't do things exactly the way i want you to do things you're bad and you must be banished it's not a left yeah. right thing it's a no. privileged american thing yeah and that's that, that's yeah, this, tom, tom this is the, the hurricane story you wanted to talk about right well, something's wrong 
Davin, Davin, wouldn't this help uh, New York One's ratings? If you could find it, Jeff. I mean, <laughs> I, I think you're better off going to Eric Adami's Chatterbait site, and if he puts a link to his weather forecast on New York <laughs> One, I think at I the think very least, site got more traction. At the very least, after years of obscurity, New York One is some very stiff competition at this point. Stiff, oh, <laughs> well played. And that's why your name is at the top of the marquee. Very well. I understand why they call extended coverage of the arrival and the aftermath of a hurricane, tornado, or other natural disaster storm porn. It's because I get so excited at the forecasts, the maps, the imagery, and the scenes of destruction that I create my own storm surge that ruins yet another flat screen. Events such as this can lead to local anchors and meteorologists wanting their 15 minutes of fame. And this clip shows just how far one team of local weather forecasters is willing to go to achieve that. All right, I, I just want to backtrack a second sure. and let people know the very latest on the stats here. Uh, winds up 120 miles per hour, moving north-northeast at 10 miles per hour. So no big changes with that as we work our way into the night. You can bring the view back over to Michael and Betty. You can do that, and we'll just keep it in the monitor. There Thank you go. very much. I'm like, what's so damn special about Michael and Betty? Like, it's a, like This is a legitimate concern people have. Like, They want to look at this weather map. If they're like me, they're looking, okay, where's my house on this thing? And they're just like, no, focus on us. But yeah, I was wondering if it wasn't going to be as it, the map wasn't showing yet as interesting information as it should. So they were like, we're better than this non-event for the most right now. Like it was going to be an event, but maybe it just wasn't eventful enough. So, and if you don't, if you make it smaller, she can, um, you know, wax poetic about something that we can't really see. Listen, here, here's the thing. Weather people are very attractive. Storms, very ugly, leave a mess. Give me, give me the big screen of the weather people every day of the week. That's what I'm asking for. I don't like to see them go out in the bad weather and they get their hair all mussed up. Keep all the pretty people inside. I'm out there in society. There's not enough pretty people. We need to protect them. <laughs> so where should Jim Cantore go, Davin? Right here at my house, I hope. He's delightful <laughs> and delicious. <laughs> How these people, they get so sick of it. I mean, we live up in the nor in the northeast, so we get sick of snow. They they get sick of their houses being blown over. <sighs> I, I feel I feel terrible for these people. And I, I feel terrible for the trees that uh, plywood is harvested from. Because every time we have one of these stores, we go into uh, storms, we harvest all the plywood. I live in a place where there's mountains and trees. I haven't found one plywood tree. We are killing all the plywood. <laughs> I feel bad for the trees, but not the people. That's a choice. Just move. Wait, wait, not everybody can move. I mean, you know, not every, not everybody has all that highfalutin Gina acting money. No. I, mean, so... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what memos you're reading, but <laughs> they can't all come to DC because everywhere else sucks. Even in California, they get fires. Down there they get hurricanes. We're the only place that's nice and there's not enough space for them. So they can stay. Yeah, they don't need to come here. Just go away and let Florida just fly away. Just relax. You you relax. Don't worry. We have a couple of governors who will be sending more people your way in a bus very shortly. <laughs> in any coverage of a severe weather event, 
we look for some lighthearted moments to help combat the fear and panic associated with such an occurrence, as is demonstrated in this live on the scene report on CNN during Hurricane Irma in 2017. And we are told that people are heeding this order. They are heading to the shelters. There are some 10 uh, shelters. Fucking right in the pussy! There are some, me, <laughs> some 10 shelters open in Sarasota County. <laughs> that be, oh, that beats the, the ribs from last time when they were doing the footage. Remember when they, they <laughs> what was it? They just opposed. Oh, anyways, <laughs> there is nothing more Florida than that segment. That was beautiful. <laughs> Think about the execution by by the guy because he started running and he but he couldn't be too out of breath and he had to time it perfectly, time his run perfectly so that he could pass by the weatherman or the reporter and say those words, not sound out of breath, and keep running. That was a 10 out of 10. Jeff, yeah. you're neglecting the most important part. Not only did he do all, do all those fabulous things which you mentioned, but he turned his head back and made <laughs> eye contact with the camera and kept on running and didn't fall. I'm looking straight ahead. I can't even walk. God yeah. bless this guy. Forget about he... Tom Brady. This is the real athlete of Florida. That, talk about running a route. That's what he did. Yeah, the dude is like an owl. Like, I thought the same thing as, like, neck was just all around. And, I mean, how boring the reporter is. Like, he literally never broke. And I was like, you didn't even yes and this dude. Like, you could have, like, played off of it and done some stuff. He, he was just like, whatever. And then all right, Gina, hold on, hold on, hold on. You are the actress amongst us. You just saw this. Pretend you are the reporter. The guy runs by and scene. <laughs> yeah dude oh my gosh yeah anyway so what i was saying is <laughs> but that's more of the comic like i mean not not as much acting he acted through it a comic would have done you know played with it <laughs> i thought the timing was incredible where he just happened to time it so that like it stopped showing the map and then he runs right into the frame. You know, I mean, that mad props to him for just getting everything, getting everything right. But I, I, I don't, of... I don't understand how this gentleman has not been part of your panels in the past. I mean, this guy, <laughs> this guy's an American hero. You think no. I haven't been looking for him? <laughs> yeah, I want to know how he like, rehearsed the whole thing. <laughs> Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was shown grilling hash browns for first responders. It's strange, as I always thought hash was the stuff you had to smoke, to think it was a good idea to put someone who looks like a marshmallow peat blown up in the microwave wearing a toupee in the governor's mansion. <laughs> While DeSantis was lauded for accepting help from the Biden administration for aid in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, he is all too eager to return to his anti-elite, anti-media roots, as we can see in this clip. Well, look, I mean, I think I think part of it, quite frankly, you know, you have national regime media that they wanted to see Tampa because they thought that that'd be worse for Florida. That's yeah. how these people think. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they don't care about the people of this state. They don't care about the people of this community. They want to use storms and destruction from storms as a way to advance their agenda. And they don't care what destruction's in their wake. They don't care about the lives here. If they can use it to pursue their political agenda, they will do it. And so I think there was a lot of uh, buildup about that. I mean, for those of you who couldn't see the, who can't see the clip, it's available online, but 
you can tell it's a very insightful and thought-provoking interview because the one guy is wearing a, the one guy who's doing the interviewing is wearing a three percenter logo on his sleeve. And the guy behind him is wearing a let's go Brandon hat. So, you know, in today's day and age, that has to be well-balanced news. <laughs> I, I don't, how would wanting Tampa suffer further a, a political agenda for anybody? I guess I'm so confused by that. Here's, here's the problem with DeSantis's message there. By giving that little spiel, he was furthering his political agenda. That, exactly. that, that's the right wing playbook. It's the media hates me, even though they're the, even though right wing media is the most watched. So let me rail against the media because my fans like that. He wasn't being governor of Florida in that moment. He was warming up for his, his presidential run. That's what that was. That's the real tragedy. Like if I'm DeSantis and I never would be, but who cares what the national media thinks? We want the national media down here because we need funds coming in. We need the insurance companies paying up. We want the president down here. We, we don't want to see what they tried to do to the Northeast or Hurricane Sandy and play politics with it, which Governor Christie did not do, but got slammed by the right. I don't like when you're using a natural disaster as politics because below all the headlines, people are really suffering. Right, left, middle, whatever it is, people lost everything. And to go and to make your political stands, th th there's a time and a place for that. God knows we have plenty of times and there's plenty of places for it. But when people are suffering, go down there, give them a hug, go, go to Washington, D.C. If that's what it takes to get money. Welcome the president of the opposite party. If that's what it takes to get money, you have one job to take care of the people of your state. They'll be if you do a good job doing that, there'll be plenty of time for you to grandstand and get that higher office later on. But he can't do it. He's a small minded human being. It's not just the media, but the supposed deep state that takes a hit from the fringe in the wake of natural disasters. As this nowhere close to informative analysis of storm patterns shows us. We understand that the deep state, they have weather manipulation technology. They have DARPA. They know how to manipulate and create big storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, climate change, etc. And these huge hurricanes always seem to target red states, red districts, and always at a convenient time, typically right before elections, uh, or, you know, in this case, possibly because Ron DeSantis has been stepping out of line a lot and challenging fighting the deep state. I don't know, Lauren, the timing is definitely interesting, and they're even saying it. Do you think this could be a weather-manipulated hurricane? Yeah, well, we know the technology does exist. And right. I mean, Deanna, they're literally trying to change people's DNA through vaccination. Of course, <laughs> they would be willing to do something like this to target red states. I have no doubt. I mean, the technology exists to manipulate weather. <laughs> and, um, you know, this whole storm coming. Uh, I mean, I know that Florida is uh, prone to hurricanes. However, this developed into a cat four oh, or cat five overnight. Right. And it does seem to be hitting uh, the uh, the conservative areas of the right. state um you know you and i don't i i am not putting it past the elites uh to target something like this towards florida as punishment uh for uh, getting rid of vaccine mandates or getting rid of child grooming they are angry with us and it wouldn't surprise me to find out and yeah the technology does exist um, but you're not supposed to talk about that or know about that because that's controversial or a conspiracy theory no it's true yeah, not supposed to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Where did you so find nice. this? Where, where did you find this? Oh my God. It's just mind blowing. Like, 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 did you go on the dark web for this? How do you <laughs> find people? How do you find the people this stupid that still oh. have the ability to run a, a, a laptop and record themselves? Oh my you, God. You can't outsmart stupid. This is. God knows I try. <laughs> Tom, you finally got a clip that made everyone on the panel speechless. This is the worst, you, the worst clip you've ever had. So it may be the best one. Did you see the sub headline? I did. Did you, yep. did you see the, Biden builds. Sub subhuman cyborg army using immigrants. I think no, I think it was I don't think it was subhuman. I think it was trans something. There was they were trans in there. I don't I, I don't they, I, they need to make up their mind because one in one hand we're liptards and morons who never says facts, but at the same time we're so brilliant we can target red states and we're manipulating i mean if we had that kind of power wouldn't we have eliminated all these morons a long time ago exactly excellent point excellent exactly. point and, and i'll tell you another thing i i am tired of the of the, the the republicans the maga crowd controlling all the lasers that are targeting california with the fires i've had enough of them it's right. time though it's time the blue states do something unite and use our hurricane technology to blow out those forest fires that keep on hitting california we can't take this anymore i won't tom i won't davin davin that's what we use our jewish space lasers <laughs> here's the jeff let me here's the problem with a jewish space laser once it breaks you need an italian mechanic to fix it so either way we're <laughs> and their argument about it only affecting red areas davin you alluded to sandy before that was new york and new jersey yeah. well yeah in their defense jeff sometimes it misfires i mean we are lip talk <laughs> so Right before I, I, an election, just, so conveniently before an election. Right, it wouldn't be that it's hurricane season year after year after year after yeah. year after year, right? Unless I like, I like they, we, they made we the constitution have the technology, and they show like, and they show like a radar dish from 1984. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we're using. <laughs> they they did write the constitution so that the elections would happen around hurricane season. So. <laughs> <laughs> Our founding fathers knew what they were doing. Exactly. Oh my God. So smart. I, I need to watch a weatherman on Chatterbait after that. I need to watch <laughs> Chatterbait. Chatterbait, not beat them up. Okay. To sum up, Florida will recover from Hurricane Ian. It will rebound. It always does. For Florida will go back to as normal as a state can be when it is known as a home to everything from swamps and wildlife for the environmental sightseers and Disney world for the families looking for the most relaxing and entertaining experience for their kids to the bang bus videos, which let's face it is Disney world for those grownups who, if they have no kids from which they need peace and refuge from posing for yet another damn selfie with a fictionalized princess. will just want to get away to their own smutty, disease-ridden magic kingdom. God, I can't wait to fucking visit. <laughs> and on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Jeff Heisen, Gina Brown, Devine Kerr, and Davin Rosenblatt. Yay. Thank you, guys. That was fun.
This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen, Gina Brown, and Devine Kerr and guest Davin Rosenblatt. Theme music composed and arranged by Euron Vandenhurek. Executive producers Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation, and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Ace. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.